Welcome to Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We're here simply to help you fall asleep tonight. I'm Dear Scooter, and I'm going to tell you a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, pull up the covers, put your racing thoughts aside, listen to my voice, and I'll carry you off into dreamland. And if you've never been here before, I can hear you thinking, this guy's nuts, he's not going to help me fall asleep. Well, what have you got to lose? Why don't you give it a shot? The reason I think you can trust me is I have one gift, and it's called telling stories that get more, that start out interesting and get more and more boring as they go along. So I'm like the person you meet at a party, and you think, hey, this guy's pretty interesting. And then about 30 minutes later, you're walking backwards slowly. Okay, I'm going to grab a, uh, I'll be right back, I'm grabbing a drink, or we might be at a bar, and you, you're listening to me, and suddenly, oh wait, you know, my boss is calling me, i got to, excuse me, you know, I, I've got to use the, uh, i got to powder my nose, excuse me, I'll be right back, and then you never come back. I can't say I blame you. Or we might be on a date, about halfway through the date, you look down, you oh, no, my mother it looks like she's suffered a heart attack. I, I, I really have to run. This has been great. Uh, I'll call you, okay? Bye. That's me. I tell stories that get more and more boring. And that's how I'm going to help you fall asleep tonight. So, like I said, try it out. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. So, yeah, if you have any feedback, let us know. Feedback at sleepwithmepodcast.com or at Dearest Scooter on Twitter. Dearest Scooter. You can find us on the web at www.sleepwithmepodcast.com or subscribe on iTunes. And, you know, let us know what you think. If you have a chance and you can review and rate us on iTunes, I'd really appreciate it. If you're curious how this, if you're curious, like some of the work that goes into this podcast, like uh, become a fan on Facebook of Sleep With Me Podcast. I'm going to post audio of a recent episode, unedited, and it's pretty horrible, but at least you can hear how how terrible this is before I edit it. So that's it. Uh, thank you so much for listening. I hope I can help you fall asleep tonight. Tonight, we have another episode of After the Glass Slipper. If this is your first time listening and you want to catch up on previous episodes, it's at www.sleepwithmepodcast.com forward slash at, uh, for, forward slash glass slipper. That's only one so like www.sleepwithmepodcast.com slash glass slipper. So you can go there now and, and check out the other episodes or you can just hang in and catch up on your feet. I'm assuming you're reasonably intelligent. So just go ahead and make your own choice. And for those of you who have been listening, you'll remember last episode we had this new Captain of the Guard, Cyril. He was kind of an ambitious guy. And the stepmother had run into him a couple times, Agatha. And he was going to put Roland, the original captain of the guard, to death. But the stepmother and the fairy godmother need Roland to get Cinderella pregnant, so she doesn't get pregnant by the prince, which seems to be uh, one of fairy godmother's assignments. So the stepmother tries to lead. It seemed like she was leading this captain of the guard, Cyril, on a wild goose chase. She brings him out to the woods, but she brings him to the spot where she actually first caught the fairy godmother where she stole the fairy godmother's wand 
this possibly magical spot in the woods. And he's all excited to catch, you know, this witch that he's on the lookout for. And then Agatha turns the fairy godmother, who is currently turned into a pig, into a giant pig monster. She's cackling and, and, and Cyril's cowering. But the pig, who's the fairy godmother, is kind of stuck. She's like, should I attack Cyril? Should I scare scare Cyril? Or should I, you know, take my wand back and, and, and beat, up, beat up Agatha, the stepmother? So that's where we left off. So close your eyes, if you haven't already, and step into the magical world of After the Glass Slipper. So there it is, this giant pig monster's towering over Cyril. He's like, oh, man, witch, what are you about? What do you want from me, you awful witch? And she's like, ha, 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 who's ugly now, you little pipsqueaker, whatever she was saying. And meanwhile, the giant pig monster is really, as far as we know, the kindly old fairy godmother. And she's looking at Cyril, who's cowering, and who's and she's a clear, he's clearly going to be a troublemaker for her. And the fairy godmother, who's got her wand and has created a whole t- mess of trouble, she's like, who should I crush? You know, and she's kind of leaning towards getting her wand back because that's kind of like a part of her, like almost like a child. But she's like, well, maybe. So she's debating inside. And all of a sudden, she's up against this lake, and they're both watching her and cackling and cowering and cowering and cackling. And all of a sudden, like, Cyril starts to whip Oh, no! Like, even whimpering worse than before. And, like I said, this podcast is not for kids. Whatever they language they use in the old days, this is what it translates to from the stepmother. She's like, holy fuck. And she's staring at the lake, and she just goes white. And she's not very... Her complexion was already white, so it's like... She's, like, translucent with purple lines for the pig monster, who is the stepmother, fairy godmother... Is like, what the heck? And she senses that they're looking at something behind her. So she goes to turn around. She turns around. She sees this giant muck monster, like made of muck and mud and dripping. It's got seaweed on it, some fish bouncing around on it. It's kind of coming out of the muck. And so she backs up and she steps on Cyril, splats him accidentally. But she steps on him as she's backing up and splats him like a a grape. So he's dead. Just pops. And she's kind of frozen. And the swamp monster, the muck monster, and the Agatha, the stepmother's like, pick me up, put me on your shoulders. Ah." So... You know, at this point, the fairy godmother's acting on instinct. If she was thinking, she would just left the stepmother. But she scoops her up with her hoof, throws it on her shoulders. Stepmother grabs on, not painfully, but, you know, like a motorcycle onto her pig ears. She's like, run! So she turns around, or she, I guess she's already, no, yes, she turns around and starts running towards down the path. And the muck monster takes a swipe at them, some muck. Gross, nasty muck hits the backs of their necks, but they're booking down the trail and they're boom, 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 boom. This muck monster's booking right after them, and the whole forest bounces, bounces, boom, boom. 
A pig's a little bit faster than a muck monster, as you can imagine, even on two feet. So she's trekking, and she's just panicked. I mean, fairy godmother, I'm not positive. I don't know her whole story, but I can't imagine they've been trained. Maybe they have. I don't know. But she's she's uh, crapping her pants. Or Well, she's a pig. She doesn't have pants. A pig monster. Not porky pig, but she didn't have pants on. Anyway, let's not let's not develop that picture anymore. She's running. And the monster's running, running, running. Next thing she knows, she's running down into the down into the flats and she runs up right right at the front of the castle. And then the stepmother's like, Ah, stop, stop. You know, you can't run if they run into town they're gonna start smashing village the village. So she's like, Oh you know, and then boom, Muck Monster's not a fireball. Muck Monster gets there. Both stand in front of the castle. It's like <laughs> castle shaking. People are screaming. Guards are coming to the um wherever those things are, where they shoot their arrows from, arrow slits and battlements, I think they call them. So they're getting they're like, What the heck is going on? The red alerts are going and it's like a standoff. And the muckmush is standing there, and it's slowly closing the gap between the pig, pig, pig man, pig monster, and her. And meanwhile, I mean, now like people are coming from the castle. I mean, every all attention's on this, but no one, you know, these these the two beasts don't know it, or the and the stepmother's like trying to think. She's up there. She's like, we're, and then boom, the muck monster's swinging and for for a little while. They're dodging, dodging, because the pig muck monster is a little bit slow. Pig's a little bit faster. You know, they don't say as fast as a pig. They say as fast as a jackrabbit or something. But compared to muck, pig's kind of quick. And then, but the muck monster, I don't know, it's not an idiot. So after a couple swipes, it just takes like a muck ball, boom, throws it at the pig's feet, and boom. The pig monster falls down at the stepmother, and now the muck monster's towering above it, and it's about to lay waste or something. I don't know. It's just growling, and, and they're cowering in terror. Not that differently than Cyril was moments ago. And then the uh, stepmother, she gets much got an idea. She's like, "Get, stand up, stand up. So the fairy godmother climbs to her two hooved feet, or cloven feet, whatever you prefer. If you're a devil worshiper, you probably prefer cloven. If you're non, <laughs> sorry, I'm not, I pull you out of the story. So they stand up, and blah, mug monster, and the fairy godmother, or the stepmother, the step, so they stand up, blah, stepmother says, uh, You're a pig, wallow in this thing, wallow. The fairy godmother slash pig monster was like, what, what? What do you mean, wallow? She said, wallow, cover yourself in muck. And then she pulls its ears and makes it charge forward. Boom, she charges forward. Does like one of those wrestling moves that I, like a splashdown or something when the fat person just drops on the skinny person. Like um, Tony Saragusa did it to Rich Gannon. Not that any of you are care about some Raider game that happened 10 years ago or something. But yeah, he does a splashdown and Mock Monster starts. She's like, roll around, wallow, damn you, wallow. 
So the pig starts, and then all of a sudden her pig instincts cut, start kicking in. She's wallowing around in this muck. And the muck monster, he's not, that's his like, I guess for a muck monster or this particular muck monster, he wasn't cut out for being wallowed in. So he kind of quickly dissipates and sun evaporates some of them, gets absorbed into some of the pig skin, dries out. He's done. He's toast. So, and the stepmother hops off and, you know, the fairy godmother is shaking some of the muck off and then they start arguing. Hey, what the hell was that? What do you, what, what do you mean? Why'd you make me wallow? This thing can be in my pores now. What was that? You, you you killed, you said you couldn't kill, you couldn't commit murder. It was an accident. I stepped out of my accident. Well, that's like a pleasant. They're going back and forth. What the heck? That's the, what, why was, was a monster coming out of your magical land for? I didn't see it come out of land. It came out of the water. Well, why is a monster chasing us? I don't know. We haven't. I haven't done my plan. That could be one thing. What do you mean you haven't done your plan? They send monsters after you if you don't got... The fairy godmother's like, uh, to translate, they're still fighting. But to kind of translate their fighting, yeah, fair godmother, if they were being reasonable, she'd be able to listen. My assignment was to keep the princess from getting pregnant. They want that done stat, you know. They want a solution, the people that sent me on this. So they're sending this monster. It could be a message. It could have been going to do do the job for me. So we got, I got to get this done. We got to keep Cinderella from getting pregnant. It must be, that's that's could be why the monster was chasing us. And then the stepmother, again, they're fighting, so it's more slapsticky and hilarious, not like me. But this podcast isn't supposed to be a slapstick because that wouldn't work. It'd be like someone telling you a Calvin and Hobbes or a... Anyway, I'm distracted. I'm distracting you. But so, stepmother's like, you you mean there's going to be monsters chasing me? I, I can't believe I got... Finally, up on the battlements, the princess... Silence, witch! Silence! And the boom, boom, boom. And he's got his hands cupped, or maybe he has, I don't know if they had uh, any kind of thing to modulate your voice, or but whatever, he's yelling down. He's like, Witch, what do you want from us? Or shall we do battle with you? And She's kind of wiping some of the muck off, and she's kind of, oh, wait, there's a whole army looking down at us. And he says, call off your pig beast. I'd like to propose propose a truce with you, witch, and call off your muck beasts. And so she, uh, she's like, huh, it's a lot of arrows and stuff, and probably won't do anything with pigs. So she does a little thing with her wand. Changes the fairy godmother pig beast into the fairy godmother pig again. Which, you know, she's snorting away, pissed that she's a pig again. And then the fairy godmother's wiping, you know, trying to wipe some out. And Cinderella's at the prince's side suddenly. She said, mother? Mother, is that you? And the prince's like, mother? Mother? Is that, that ugly witch is your mother? No, 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 she's my stepmother. Stepmother? Is that you? Oh, ghastly. I could not imagine giving birth to someone as spectacularly beautiful as you, my dear. Oh, thank you, Lord Prince. Anyway, stepmother, what are you doing? Stepmother's kind of 
takes her just a split second because she's so crouchy. Oh, Cinderella. Oh. Oh. And she kind of acts like she's, oh, I'm faint of heart from that ba- battle with that ghastly mud beast they sent to kill you. She said, what are you talking about, stepmother? Well, I, I've always kind of hidden this from you. But I'm also your fairy godmother. I've had to play both roles in order to protect you. You see, you're so special, and your beauty is so rare, and your heart so pure, that there is evil in the world that wants to take it from us. And it has been my sworn duty as since I married your father. I am a special fairy to protect you from the evils of the world as both your fairy godmother and your stepmother, and I've had to play a hard role with a cold heart. And for that I am sorry, but it was only a role I played to keep you safe, and now they send beasts here to get you. And I must defend you, so I must be off to sleep in my forest bed, in the cold, alone. But in my heart I know I'm keeping you, but you will not have me because I was cruel, even though I was in defense of you, my love. So I'll be off with my pig, my only companion. And good day. What? The prince is like, halt, halt, witch. You say you protect my love? That is a duty that deserves a place of honor on my side. I have cannot cast you out into the woods and have you defend my kingdom. What sort of honor is in that? You could be my Merlin. You could serve at my side, keeping my bride so safe. We have a wizard's tower, but no wizard. And in fact... I've always wondered myself, why only wizards? Why are wizards sometimes good, sometimes bad, but witches? Why doesn't a witch serve alongside a prince and a king? Are we that ashamed of whence we come from the womb? I don't know. I'm being overly dramatic right now and speaking in a way. But come, won't you join us for dinner and stay as our guest? I will grant you the wizard's tower from here to eternity for, in return for this simple act of protection against that nasty muck beast. And your pig, we will give it the finest place in our stable, the finest scraps of food, of garbage, of more garbage than you can imagine, our stinkiest garbage to wallow in, a wallowing muck bog of honor. Well, I could, well, stepmother. Well, I could, I could not accept. I cannot bring more risk upon my, bra, my, my, my charge, Cinderella. There is no risk. We have a whole army and a whole castle and many to warn us. I will send men out across the land, and if a monk monster approaches, we will be ready. And what is a better defense than a good offense? We could strategize. And find this evil that searches for my bride and destroy it at its heart. But only if you live inside the castle at a place of honor. Now, just to take you as an aside, like, this exactly, this is the greatest, this is what Agatha, the stepmother, always dreamed of. I mean, she wanted to be the queen or the princess. And then, worst case scenario, her daughter's. So she would be like the step 
queen. I don't even know what you call it. The queen-in-law, the princess-in-law. So she's like, man, are you going to let me move into this castle? Holy moly. And so she's standing there. She has to make this decision. So this is my dream come true here. Okay. Um, and then she remembers. She looks down at her pig, snort and snort and snort, and she realizes, well, hmm. You know, I'd like to ditch this pig in the stables with a mug bog or just leave it out here. But the monsters will probably keep coming. So she said, well, Prince, I hate, I, I hate to, I hate to be the bear of bad news, but that mock monster, he, he was a man who worked for you. An evil man, an ambitious man. He called himself Cyril. You recently made him captain of the guard, and he, he used his evil tricks to trick you and exploit a man sitting down in the jail named Roland, who holds a special place in my heart. For he is a good man, a pure of heart man, and my accent has changed, but I need that Roland free, and we have destroyed this evil Cyril. But his evil may lay deeper in your castle than you ever know. And Prince thinks and says, says, God's, Go down and free this Roland and bring him to the wizard's tower. And you, madame, what shall I call you? Witch. She said, you shall call me Mistress Agatha. Mistress Agatha, will you not come to the wizard's tower and you can meet with my staff and if you uncover any more traces of evil can remove them from my castle. And man, so Agatha can't believe it. She's like, all right. And the, everyone's cheering, and it's like, and tonight we will dine in honor of Mistress Agatha. Three cheers, hey, hey, And meanwhile, Cinderella's kind of sitting out there. She's watching this whole thing. And part of her buys it, but part of her is like, I got, that lady used to call, I, you know, I originally had another name. I wasn't Cinderella. Even my husband calls me Cinderella now. And that was the name they made up for me. I don't, I don't remember my name. My dad gave it to me, but then he passed away, and I had to live in the freaking fireplace. And now this lady wants me to forgive her for making me live in the fireplace? She called me Cinderella, Cinderella. God knows the awful things her daughter did to me. Like, she was the one who protected. Like, I just feel gross. I need a bath. Like, she's like having a kind of, uh, not a breakdown, but you know when you just feel rotten. Like you find out something's true. In this night, in this case, it isn't true. But someone lies to you, and you think it's true, or you find out some truth that's very unpleasant. So she's like, oh, she just feels nasty and and taken advantage of, and her whole world's kind of rocked. So, but her also her gut, which tends to be smarter than our minds, is like Cinderella. If something's off here, this lady's a nasty bitch. Is it might be the term, or worse? I mean, I don't even know what to. She's like a crafty. But anyway, so the prince is like, you know, they're having a banquet. Agatha seems to be getting what she wants. The fairy godmother, 
You know, she's a pig, so she's going to be thrown into the stables and have to live in the garbage for a while. But, I mean, technically, she might be getting what she wants and not the way she wanted it. So we're really at, and then Roland's getting pulled out of jail, and he might even get what he wants if the plan goes through. The plan right now is that Roland's going to knock the boots with Cinderella. I don't know how they're going to pull that off and get her pregnant, either seduce her or pretend he's a prince. I don't know. And Cinderella's kind of got what she wants. I mean, now it's kind of tainted. And who knows what this prince wants, and who knows why. We don't know why the fairy godmother is supposed to keep him from impregnating Cinderella. Is it because of some Game of Thrones Joffrey-type offspring? Or is it they need to end his life? I mean, we don't know. So there's a lot of unanswered questions, and so this is a good place to stop, obviously, as I'm transitioning. But, yeah, I mean, it's not the Rolling Stones. You can't always get what you want, but if you try sometimes, you just might find you just might find you get what you need. Or maybe it is for Cinderella and for the fairy godmother. For Agatha, she seems to be getting what she wants. Uh, and Roland might, he get he doesn't need to sleep with Cinderella. He wants to, but he's not. So I don't know, maybe it's not the Rolling Stones song. Maybe it's like a, another song that I don't know. But we're going to pick up where we left off. Entering the castle, a banquet, beasts on the horizon, maybe. But I mean, this could end well. I mean, who knows, folks? You know, don't, 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 don't let it keep you up. I mean, everything could be well and fine. Cinderella could go back to her bedchamber, and she's feeling a little bit down. So you know, I need, I need a nap after all these muck monsters and. You know, this is just, you know, she goes back with her attendants and, oh, I mean, this is just so overwhelming. I mean, I, I thought that woman was evil. Now she's telling me she's good. And, you know, I just need to rest. And she might have some kind of dreams as she drifts off or maybe she's drifting off. And, you know, it's kind of like a Lynch, David Lynchian, you know, stepmother's changing into a pig. And then she's riding a pig, and then she's eating a bowl of muck. More non-sequiturs. Then she's in the muck. Then she's drowning in the muck, and she can't get out. And then she's under the muck, watching Cyril dancing on the heads of drowning people. And then she's pulling herself out of the muck. And it's the fairy godmother who's pulling her out, and then her face changes to the evil stepmother. And then... Strange man's making love to her. And then the prince is a pig. And then she's surrounded by pigs. Her whole room's filled with pigs. And they're all sniffing and sniffing and and eating garbage. And then she realizes her hands have turned into apples. And the pigs are eating her hands. And then her toes have turned into scraps. And they're nibbling away at her toes and her feet. And then she goes to scream, but she has a snout. She's snorting like a pig. And then she runs. And she runs back to her childhood home. And there's her two evil stepsisters cackling and cackling at her. And then she's roasting. She's a pig. And they're roasting her in the fireplace where she used to sleep. And they're cackling. Cinderella, dressed like a fella. 
Stooping, whooping, pop-pop-pow. Now you're a pig. I know spit. Looks like you don't know shit now. Cinderella, blah, blah, blella. My God, you swine, you really smell la. Boop-pop-pa, go-go-ka. Wee-wa-wa-wa-wa-wa-wa. And then they're sitting down at the table. They're stomping their forks. They'll be Cinderella. Well, and then the prince is carving her, you know, and they're feasting on her, wow. And then their belly's full, because she, the whole time she's been feasting on the swine. Her belly's full of warm sustenance. And she's in a bed again. Belly full, like a belly, almost like a belly full of warm ramen soup. 